Diablo 4 has open beta changes incoming. They have a response and good insight into the queue times as well as the devs have responded to some of the criticism about the dungeons as well as their plans for classes and balance. I think it's really, really good info. I'm going to be diving back into Diablo 4 open beta gameplay today, but before it opens up, we are going to be discussing all of these things, and I do front load the video. I put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video. That way you don't have to go looking for it. Make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you can be here for those live stream discussions. But again, I put all the good info right here at the start. So the Diablo 4 devs have responded to some of the criticism from the community as well as pushing out patch notes for the Diablo 4 open beta. Now there's no major changes, but there all are good things coming as well as I think some helpful insight into just why those queue times can get so long. It's not going to make those queue times any shorter, but I think it is helpful to get this kind of transparency and candor from a developer. I really appreciate the fact that they're even willing to broach the subject of queue times because it just kind of ticks everybody off and it might make people think they're just making excuses. So, number one, I want to talk about the two classes that will be added this weekend. I'm super excited about the Druid. I love the Druid in Diablo 2. Glad to have him finally back in the game. Kind of want to walk through what those classes look like. That might help you make a decision. Between the two, everybody really liked Necro in Diablo 3. He was a little busted with the corpse popping, but still a lot of fun. I want to look at the open beta patch notes. They're not super lengthy, but there are a couple of things mentioned. Then I really want to look at the dev response. They did an interview with Eurogamer. I love their response to some of the things about the dungeons the classes and their insight on queue times and then I want to talk about what I'm really looking to get out of the beta this weekend so let's just start with the new classes druid is melee based shape shifting your class resource is spirit and damage types are physical lightning and poison now they did adjust that like you don't have access to every single elemental damage type in this game now so when you pick one it's going to lean in a certain direction I think they've even uh, acknowledged we might get to that later in the video that like the sorcerer's lightning damage is pretty high but not all the lightning damage is on equal footing class skill groups for the druid are basic spirit defensive wrath companion and ultimate class skill examples you've got like tornado hurricane maul cataclysm wolves trample i always loved summoning in diablo 2 and then i remember going back and doing a fissure build and absolutely loving it so i'm really hoping we get some good diversity of builds for the druid the unique class mechanic is spirit animals you can receive boons from four different spirit animals and then usable weapons and armor one-handed weapons, two-handed weapons, and staves. Then you've got the Necromancer, a caster, a summoner, close quarters combat. This class uses essence. Damage types are physical. Additional damage types are currently unknown at this time. I pulled this from Wowheads. Classic skill groups are unknown. Classic skill examples, you've got Skeleton Warrior, Corpse Explosion, everybody loves that. Bone Spear, Iron Maiden, (laughs) uh, Decrepify, and then the unique class mechanic is Book of the Dead, deep customization of your undead army usable weapons and armor one-handed swords daggers wands focuses shields and then one and two-handed scythes so 
pick between those two what you feel like doing i'm gonna have a wolf pack with me i can't wait to be the druid now let's just quickly look at the patch notes according to wowhead.com there will be a small client patch prior to the open beta to address some of the bugs and issues that players may have experienced during the closed beta and you can read more below so there's a couple platform bug fixes they fix an issue with ashava's spawn timer that's the world boss she will now spawn on saturday at 10 p.m pacific and sunday at 12 a.m pacific so write those times down if you're wanting to take on the world boss i'm wanting to 10 p.m is incredibly late on saturday and then 12 a.m is really late on the 26th so i'm probably not going to get to do that my life schedule just doesn't line up with that maybe we'll get obviously better intervals once the full game launches they did acknowledge in a tweet something about loot drops as well i'm going to talk about that in just a moment they fixed an issue where the queue timer would not display a time despite you still being in queue so you should get that timer i really want to applaud their use of a timer instead of being like you're in queue and your queue number 2007 what am i supposed to do with that information i really like the fact that they give you that timer last weekend you had to shave about 10 minutes off of it suddenly it would jump sometimes 10 or 15 minutes so be careful if it says 45 minutes you might not have a literal 45 minute wait time it can go a little bit quicker generally it doesn't go up but we're going to talk about why the queue times increase in just a moment from the dev interview Uh, they addressed issues that should result in improved queue times but they did say at peak times and right when it opens on Friday is probably going to be the worst. So they are trying to improve queue times, but that doesn't mean it's not going to be bonkers. This is the open beta of one of the biggest games coming out this year. So there's likely going to be some pretty long queue times. They fix an issue where players weren't unable to select high texture settings with 16 gig of RAM. They fix an issues where players were sometimes getting blocked during the In Her Wake quest. Fix an issue where the UI would not inc- was incorrectly showing uh, completed challenges and multiple miscellaneous crash issues. Crash issues, that's hard to say. Console bugs fixes. And they fix an issue where the second player in couch co-op could not drop in during the game prologue now i would love for them to address couch co-op making the second player go through a queue for those of you that don't know this this is a huge tip that you need to know if you're trying to do couch co-op if player one gets in and is in the game and then that thing pops up on the screen and it says press this button for player two to join you're gonna hit it and the game's going to lag for a second, almost as if they're trying to join, and then they won't be in your game. It'll even shift your menu items to the left as if they've joined your game. They are in a queue when you do that. If you wait long enough, they will suddenly be in your game. So you press that button and you just kind of wait. Maintain player one's connection, right? Keep playing, move around something. I would love for them to fix this. If you're hopping into my game and my session, I don't think you need to wait for a queue. I think that's kind of silly. It probably has to do with authentication servers. That's typically where the queue times build up because they need to make sure you own the game. They need to make sure the game's installed. They need to make sure you have an account. So you're probably having to go through those authentication servers. So that's probably why this will never be a resolvable issue because this is related to something that they respond to as well about the absence of split-screen co-op on PC. We'll talk about that in a second. So I want to read through some of the devs' response to criticism, but before I do, 
Rod Ferguson replied to something. There was a lot of speculation about this. There was even concern about this, and they have responded with respect to drop rates being tuned higher. Rod Ferguson responded to Unknown Foal and said, They are tuned higher. Yes, to give a fuller experience and better test during the beta. So you're seeing a whole lot more loot. You're seeing legendaries. You're seeing higher quality loot dropping in, 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 in higher quantities. Because you're in one area of the game and they just want to kind of give you the full experience. You can see lots of stuff. So if you were worried that it was too generous, it is going to get toned down a little bit. Now remember, I am always a big proponent of generosity. I've always said that in loot-based games, generosity is not the enemy of engagement. It is the supporter of engagement. If you're too stingy, people will stop playing. I don't think Diablo will ever be accused of being too stingy. But if you did feel the beta was maybe a bit too overly generous, There's a reason for that. First, I want to talk about understanding queue times because I do think this was helpful, them giving us this type of insight, this type of like behind-the-scenes look into why are queue times there? Why do queue times keep going up? I was pretty hard on them for the closed beta because I was like, listen, y'all, you could see how many people installed the game. You could see how many people redeemed their codes, even if they redeemed their codes from the chicken sandwich. They redeemed their codes, and you should have a record of that. Here's what Rod Ferguson had to say. Sometimes queues are a part of how many servers are available and those sorts of things, but the other side of queues, honestly, is around protecting the services. Sometimes you'll put a queue in place just so that if there's one particular service like writing to the database that you're trying not to overwhelm, you'll add to the queue to say, hey, let's slow down a little bit while we fix this or look at it so it's not always just availability of space sometimes something is being investigated or you're trying to manage pressure on one particular thing until you can reinforce it so this perspective is helpful sometimes the queue is a protective measure they're actually slowing everybody down for the stability of the services for the stability of the people who are actively playing This could actually mean that once you get in the game, they're protecting stability to keep you in since so many folks are pounding on the door. Nobody likes finally getting past a queue, playing for 10 minutes, and getting bopped out. So one of the reasons those queue times exist is because they're trying to protect the stability of the services as well as protect their own ability to bolster and increase certain things and manage certain things. They've got to use those queue times. I found this to be helpful. It doesn't make it better, but at least I know it's not incompetence. It's not them being like, lots of people wanted to play. It's an actual technical reason. This is what they did. That's actually what happened. We turned up the cues a little bit to protect this while we were working, and then once we did the work, we were able to start dialing it up and dialing it up, and the queue went back down again. So they're going to be managing this. I know it's frustrating. It's this faceless entity that's not allowing you to play a video game, and it's irritating, but... I think this is good information, and I think it can help us maybe chill out a little bit when we're stuck in queue time. Everybody gets grumpy. You're allowed to be grumpy, especially when it's a closed beta because you paid for access to that beta. But, you know, open beta, it's going to be crazy. So sometimes queue times are going to go up. That can probably considered to be a good thing, okay? Now, next up, there was a question about why the PC did not have couch co-op and console did. So much for PC Master Race, am I right? <laughs> I'm just kidding, but, but seriously. Rod Ferguson says it's a technology question. 
trying to do shared screen co-op on PC is much more challenging when it comes to account management and how you play together. Now, this is related to why couch co-op is doing what it's doing when there's queue times because it's account management, it's account authentication, it's why that person can't just jump in your game and play with you. So this person doing the interview says, how is it different from console? And he says, well, console is pre-set up for that in terms of ways you can associate the accounts to it. And it's been that way. Having split screen or shared split screen co-op on consoles has existed for a long time. Well, unless you're Halo Infinite. (laughs) Anyway, they said because those systems allow multiple users to be signed in, question mark, is that how it works? Rod Ferguson says said, right, exactly. Whereas trying to get two Battleland accounts signed into the same PC at the same time is a technology problem. And the notion of two people sitting together at a desk, when you prioritize the problems you have to solve, solving for two people sitting at a desk playing on the same PC is a lower priority when the majority of couch co-op is going to happen in front of a 65-inch TV and you know 65 inch tv and likely that's going to happen on a console so i actually appreciate the explanation but i also appreciate the candor and the honesty about priority this is not a priority okay people trying to do split screen co-op on pc god love you i feel for you but you there's not enough of you for them to create bandwidth for this or resources devoted to this now they did say they're looking into it but they made no promises i would not expect couch co-op on pc really ever and at the very least not anytime soon so I don't want dev time wasted on something that is sort of fringe or less common uh, unless it's central to the game's identity and function which I do not think couch co-op on a PC is central to Diablo's identity and function okay then they responded to dungeon criticism I lightly responded to dungeon criticism in my beta good bad and the ugly this this Monday when I talked about my first impressions and I do think people are forgetting where we are in the game they're forgetting the the long tail nature of this game and i think some of this response is helpful i even referenced some of this response in my video on monday joe shelley responded and said yep we've seen it we've seen the feedback yeah there's a few elements there there's some players who we added the ability to teleport out of dungeons via the ui and some players don't realize that exists but certainly there are cases within the dungeon where you're going to get a key And then you're going somewhere else. So you may not realize this. You can pull up the map when you're in a dungeon and go to the entrance and just warp out. And actually, this is a great feature and you may not understand why. Sometimes you get to the end of a dungeon and you're not done. Like you beat the boss, you beat the dungeon, but you pull up the map and you're like, oh, I missed a hallway back there. Well, they would have that pillar, they'd have that monolith for you to click on to warp you out of the dungeon, but if you wanted to go back to that hallway and clear the map, you'd have to do that and then go all the way back to the monolith or go all the way back to the exit. You don't have to do that anymore. You can finish the dungeon, pull up your map and be like, oh, I missed a couple of things. You can go take care of those things things then pull the map back up and leave they should do a better job explaining this to people i agree with that like the function of saying hey you can leave the dungeon at any time which is actually a really great feature might 
confuse people a little bit less, but they acknowledge the empty dungeon exploring is not something they want to have happening. Quote, we don't want players to be running through an empty dungeon. In cases where you're going to get a key and you're running back through an area, there should be enemies that are showing up to refresh that. It's a goal of ours, and you're not running through an empty dungeon basically ever. It can be okay for very short periods of time. So the idea that sometimes you were having to double back, and then when you double back, and then you would start going forward again, there would be no enemies. People were complaining about that. I could actually see this going both ways, though. If I've cleared parts of the dungeon, and then I go back to get a key, and then I have to go back through those cleared areas, it might feel a little bit tedious to be like, hey, wait a minute, I I killed all these guys, but it's probably better to err on the side of activity and action as opposed to vacancy and emptiness. I I think that's probably the correct way to lean in the game's design. This is something else they discuss as well, dungeons sort of having some level of identity, because many people were saying it didn't change enough, and they respond by saying this. When you think about dungeons overall, and there are well over 100 dungeons in the game, and in the beta, of course, you're only getting to see dungeons in the Fractured Peaks region. Now, I talked about that. You're just in Fractured Peaks, so don't expect things to be that diverse until you get to a new area. Like, this is one of five regions, right? This is 20% of the game. Which is about 20% of the overworld, they say here. One of the design decisions we made is we wanted the dungeons, an individual dungeon, to have a certain properties, and we wanted it to be consistent and tied to that dungeon in that place in the world. So, when you go into a dungeon, it's not just drawing out of a raffle of all of the elements. There are things that will be consistent. And I think this is a great response. I can get behind this because too much randomness can lead to dungeons feeling indistinct. They would feel too asset driven. It would just be like there's a bunch of random assets and enemies thrown together. If a dungeon just feels like a string of pearls, just random assets, random layouts, enemies, it might work against what everybody is asking for and fighting for. No dungeon would ever really feel all that meaningful if it lacked identity and distinct Okay, the identity and feel of a dungeon, they say, should come back around in the end game. Quote, the way we want players to approach that as they're leveling up is look at it as, hey, I want to do each of these different dungeons, and that's incentivized through things like the Codex of Power and the Renown system that give you a sort of checklist for all the dungeons you can do. And then, when you get into the end game, after you've completed the campaign and you get access to the Nightmare Dungeon system, we will have the sigils that modify dungeons in really cool ways with buffs and nerfs and those dramatically modify the dungeon. But because the dungeons are designed with some properties to start with, you can get a sigil for a dungeon and have some context of what that means. It's not just a random name that can be anything. So the dungeons themselves dungeons themselves will have a sense of identity and you might even remember that you'll be like oh this is the one that has these enemies or this is the one that had these types of traps and those modifiers are going to probably play a part in what you think you might groan like oh gosh this one's going to be terrible then Rod Ferguson is good to point out just how basic these dungeons are at this point in the game he said people are seeing dungeons at the baseline level it'll be interesting the feedback once people get to experience what it means to go through sigils and get to see now there's more monsters now they have different abilities now you're being debuffed this way and they're being buffed that way it's going to feel like a much different experience something that i think people always forget and i've talked about this before in power fantasy you have to kind of start out vanilla basic and weak and then that will 
expedite and really magnify how strong you are later in the game. You have to kind of feel weak for a while so those jumps in power are noticeable. That's something to be applied here. You have to remember that dungeons are part and parcel to the content loop long term, and with Nightmare Dungeons, they're going to be completely different. So it's actually serving your good, and your experience is going to benefit from these feel kind of basic, these feel kind of level one boring. Yeah, that's the point. They're going to transform later. That transformative effect is really going to add to the long tail nature of the game and really help the content loop in your enjoyment. Finally, there were some questions about class balance. Joe Shelley says, whenever we make changes to the game, it affects the balance, so balance is a continual progression. There were people complaining uh, about the Barbarian and some other things, and they said, in particular, this beta, in addition to the technical aspects that Rod was talking about, it's an opportunity for us to look at balance in the wild and make improvements. So certainly there are things like Hammer of the Ancients is a little bit underpowered, and Frost Sorcerers are pretty strong. Arc Lash is a little weak right now. There's a few things like that. So they're acknowledging weak spots and strong spots within the balance it's clear they're aware of some of it I was like glad that they've already announced some buffs for Barbarian that I don't think will be present in the open beta but they did acknowledge that Barbarian needs some buffs I wasn't crazy I felt like man compared to my time with the Sorcerer this Barbarian's really sucking it up and I said you know I never really play Barbarian maybe it's my fault maybe I'm not playing right but it clearly has been indicated that some of the classes and some of the abilities are, are, are kind of lagging behind What I really liked that they said, though, is when they said classes require skill, that's not something they're going towards. Because you'll have people say things like, you're playing wrong, bro. It's a skill issue. Well, let's just consider what they say. In general, there are no classes that are only for really skilled people. When you see that campfire lineup, it's not just mechanics that you're choosing. It's also the class fantasy. So if you have, for example, a fantasy of being a rogue, you don't want to pick rogue because you think that character looks really cool and then have us say, oh, no, that's only for people with 60 hours in Diablo. So basically what they're pushing back on here is that common belief that like you don't know enough that's a that's a that's a class for experienced players you know you're playing wrong bro no they're pushing back against that sentimentality the classes should be good out of the box i've always said that content loops and combat and classes should be good out of the box and then if you want to enhance them as you go and min max and use your expertise to refine them great but it shouldn't be required from jump street This all sounds great. This all sounds like good impact for something that is going on long term. So what am I looking for? Well, first and foremost, I want to test out the Druid. I loved him in Diablo 2. Thrilled to have him back. Second, I want to make sure maybe to make some time for the world boss. Doesn't look like it's going to work out for me. So let me know what you think of the world boss. How's the experience? What's it like? Third, I want to hit the level cap because I want to get that wolf pup because the wolf pup is the true end game. All right. While this is just a beta, I think it's a great way to show off the game, establish how much the dev is committed to quality, as well as transparency. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. Number one, it is clear that the devs are committed to improvements, updates, and transparency with respect to Diablo 4. This is exactly what I want to see for a live service game that wants to go the distance and last 10 plus years. Number two, long term, I think they are focused on the right things when they talk about the dungeons and the end game. Players need to remember that the first 20% of the game is going to be repurposed once you are in the end game. It will feel completely different. It will serve a purpose. Okay, Other live service games should take note of this so many live service games you get to the end game and then all that early stuff doesn't matter it's all dead and irrelevant to you 
That's not how this game is built. So here's my conclusion. Players need to remember the purpose of a beta. Yes, queue times are a bummer, but the info we got from the devs really gives great insight into why queues happen, why they might increase. It also gives the devs a really quick head start on balance issues. So if you find something imbalanced, say something. Go to Reddit, go to Twitter, start that narrative, get people talking. Keep in mind, though, no major changes between now and the beta will likely take place. And when I say major, I mean nothing tectonic. They might tweak a few abilities here and there, but generally, we are playing the genuine article, okay? Set proper expectations, get a glimpse of the game, the content loop, and decide if this game is for you. Open betas are a great standard, and hopefully, more live service games decide to do them and that's the show open welcome on in everybody thank you so much it is another diablo day it's a i I could get used to this right i could get used to this every friday having something diablo to talk about and do and i i got a super chat tip during the show open from uh table jfk devilishly dark diablo 4 dungeons dazzle daring demon hunters thank you so much for the $10 tip. Who wants to be the first member of the day? We we did hit 75 yesterday right on the nose. And then we actually got more members when we were in the when we were in the premiere. So that's a great reason to hang out for those premieres when we do them, right? They did say the drop rates were increased in the beta. I covered that in the show open fuzzy. I quoted the uh, the tweet from Rod. They have confirmed yes. They have confirmed that drop rates were increased in the beta. So this is not indicative of drop rates in the launch version of the game. So, first member. Let's see it. Who wants to be the first member? Click that join button. Click that dollar sign. Gift some members. Become a member. Who wants to be the first coffee order of the day? Guys, thank you so much for all the support throughout the weeks. I know we've been covering uh, a lot of different topics. Um, mm -mm, Let's see. Uh, thank you for confirmation. Did a colleague of yours sign up with the channel before joining? Thank you for signing consent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hang on. This is a reminder that you need consent. Okay, I don't understand. They're trying to launch a new feature on my channel, and they, I guess I must have signed it on the wrong account or something because I think it probably defaulted to my main account instead of this one. Bring back from Friday with Diablo. That's right, Diablo de Fridays. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, Lone Wolf's going to get us started. Five gifted members coming in hot. Goes to gaming for years. The Legacy, Matthew Amos, Johnny McConnell, and Denver Walker. Oh, no, it's Alex was literally DMing me. He's like, you're late, bro. I don't know if he's in chat. He was giving me grief in DMs telling me I was late to my show. I was like, that's my secret, Cap. I'm always late. (laughs) I'm always late, baby. Yo, good morning, Silver Knight. Good morning, Feed. Good to see you in the chat. Love you, Lono. I don't know how you do it, but I respect the crap out of you. Thank you very much, man. It's been great doing these live shows. I don't think I've ever enjoyed creating content more than I have the last couple of months. We shifted to a more monologue show open, more opinion, uh, more research, more of like an actual, uh, not just reading the news, but like giving you guys a show and I have just never enjoyed creating content more in the history of creating content I've been doing it for 9 years 
eight well maybe it's eight is it eight years or nine it's eight years i've been doing it for eight years feels like nine yo terminal stupidity coming in with a big one dropping a 10 member bomb on the chat it goes to vipel slytherin for life penguin owns 420 gaming samurai leafs fan dmax speed alex gunner vanilla punk i'm steez peyton keith you guys all got memberships thank you so much you guys are not gonna want to miss out on tonight if you just got a membership make sure you get into the members only discord youtube periodically has gotten better about putting members only content in front of you but sometimes they just totally don't do it so make sure you're in our discord hilly and i will be playing diablo 4 this evening it's gonna be a blast we'll be having drinks and laughs you're not gonna want to miss it justin perkins gifting a member taking us to 16 on the day if you guys want to gift one member at a time you don't have to do the big member bombs do not let terminal stupidity and uh and lone wolf don't let them you know make you feel you know like oh i i can't do a gifted member no do you could do one one at a time you don't got to do the big ones i've only gotten one legendary and the rest was yellow there you go yeah what's good lono can't wait for the rest of that pizza bloody mary and sriracha i'm not doing that i don't why what i don't understand like why are you why do you guys hate me i don't know you're trying to kill me you're like let's do a, a member incentive where lono dies that would be awesome <laughs> like what like let's do a member incentive that you actually hit why don't why don't we do that first like okay <laughs> Why don't we do that first? At 3,000 members, I got to do a Just Dance stream. You guys are talking about 4,000. Well, we'll slow down there, cowboy. You got to hit 3,000 first, all right? Let's, let's, let's try and do that before you start talking about member incentives to kill the host. Diablo, the Diablo name markets well. It's a whole lot better than Satan. Yeah, can you imagine playing Beelzebub 4? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh. in a brand new unprecedented loot crawler, Lucifer Six. Like, oh my gosh, they're worshiping the devil over there. Hank, did you see this? There's a, it's a devil game. <laughs> Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf says, all right, okay, okay. Let's try to hit some goals here. Taking us to 21. Table JFK is going to do five. Taking us to 26. Already hitting the milestone. Every 25, I have to gift five. Thank you so much, Table JFK. Thank you so much, Lone Wolf. You guys are getting us closer and closer. Good to see people like Slow Mobius getting a member along with Coral Reefer. I love seeing names I recognize. Check the chat to see if you just got a gifted membership. Just wait for that Lucifer DLC. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't worship the devil in this house. So you can take that game back to GameStop or whatever Game Go store you bought it at. <laughs> now I gotta do a seance with Martha. <laughs> gotta cleanse this house of all this devil worship. <laughs> Can you imagine? I snorted. Can you imagine? I just, I can't believe I snor- I've never snort laughed on stream. I've never snort laughed. Can you imagine? That would be an amazing, that would be an amazing skip. Yo, thank you so much, Welfare Rockstar, for 10 months, and it's a VIP. And Rissick! Rissick's going big. Oh, my man Doc Dark got another one. I love seeing Doc Dark's name in the chat. I loved his video. 
I loved his video on the Redfall situation. That's a big one. Rissick with the 20 bomb. Guys, check the chat and see if you just got a gifted membership and make sure you're here tonight. Make sure you are in the members only Discord. Get involved. Get connected. We're playing Diablo. We're playing Diablo this weekend, baby. How's it? How is how can that not be a good weekend? You know what we need right now? I tell you what we need right now is we need 200 likes. There's almost 600 people here. Let me get those likes from you. Minimize the chat on mobile for just a second. Hit that thumbs up. It helps this video find more people. Thank you so much for being here. I do want to check one thing. We are putting these videos in podcasts, uh, like podcast playlists. And I just want to see if this one is still in Diablo 4 News. It is. It is. I was testing something out today. I think I'm, I think I'm figuring things out. Yeah, Diablo is back in an hour and a half. We will be jumping in. I will be trying out the Druid. Well, unless, unless Mike wants to try out Druid. If Mike wants to try out Druid, I guess I'll try out Necro. But I really want to try out uh, Druid. We will be, uh, we will be doing... A, uh, a play session today with Mike, my man 30 and still gaming. That way, if there's a queue time, we can kind of pass the time and just kind of talk. So make sure you are here for that. Right now, we're just kind of talking about some of the open beta, the Diablo 4 open beta changes that are coming. Uh, some of the things that they updated and changed. Again, just as a reminder, they did acknowledge, they did acknowledge the fact that there was a, an uptuned or they oh, they they increase loot drops that, that that's that's something that you need to be aware of because you, if if you if you're thinking that the loot drops you're getting right now in the Diablo 4 beta is like what it's going to be like in the game I wish they would have had like a pop-up somewhere on the screen because I can already predict what's going to happen people are going to jump into Diablo 4 gameplay on its release date and they're gonna be like why there's no loot like they're gonna think that something is wrong or they're gonna be like oh they nerfed the loot drops like more than likely uh there will be people that don't quite understand that because not everybody's gonna check twitter and see what what good old rod ferguson has to say i you know i, I think that's gonna be a potential cause for complaint uh in irritation when the game finally does come out now what time does the beta open the beta opens in an hour and a half it's 10 30 my time 10 30 a.m eastern so in one and a half hours at noon eastern it will open you will likely face a queue uh that's that's unavoidable right that is absolutely unavoidable uh they've they've said that they are going to try and help queue times go down um guys 188 likes come on now come on what's happening here push a little thumbs up button it's not hard my roommate and i had to create a clan in order to invite each other to the game could have just been a bug for the closed beta but keep that in mind if you can't invite during gameplay later okay yeah if we face too many problems joining up we could always just like I don't know. I want to. I, I was hoping we could each choose one of the new classes, and then you guys could kind of see gameplay of both of the new classes. Well, they're not new, but you couldn't play them during the closed beta. You can now this weekend play the Necromancer and the Druid. I'm really hoping to get into some Diablo 4 Druid gameplay. I'm hoping to take him all the way. Yo, my man Prowl. This guy is so, so nice, so supportive. We, what is happening? Do we have a member train starting? Prowl became a member. John Ring became a member. Let's get a member train. No gifteds. Just hit join, hit the dollar sign, jump on, and let's see how long we can take this. Prowl's going to actually 
actually do more than that. He's going to take us to 47 with John Ring, and then he's going to gift. So that's 47, but then the gifted five is going to take us to 52. Prowl has always been so kind to the show. Guys, click on Prowl Gaming's name and throw him a sub. Check out his content. He's rated the channel very many times, and now he's gifting members. Like, what a guy. Be sure to check him out. But welcome, Prowl and John Ring, to membership. Guys that just got gifted, Willie Cabal, Lance Jones, Dynamic Lifter, Samurai Tenshi, and Lieutenant Hammerfist, you guys can get into our Discord uh, and become a part of what we do here. We are definitely going to be doing uh, a clan once this comes out. What's the top purchase coffee roast? I have the light roast, but considering getting the Frickmas. The Frickmas is actually our most popular. We just got it kind of late this year. That's why we still have it. Typically, we're supposed to have this in early November or like right at the end of October. I didn't have this until halfway through December. So it kind of, it kind of, it kind of hurt it. I'll be honest with you. That's why we're selling the triple threat bundle for 45 bucks right now. Use code March Madness uh, or just grab a bunch of the Frickmas because we still have the holiday blend. It's great. It's my wife's favorite. Chat will tell you it's, it's really, really good. It's what I'm drinking right now. It's like, it's pretty much all we drink since we got it. Looking forward to this. What's good? Distance. How are you? Yeah, people in chat will debate on which one's best, but Dark Roast outside of Frickmas, Dark Roast is more popular than the Light Roast. My type of people, my friends don't play anything outside of Call of Duty, Madden, and 2K. Uh, I get made fun of for playing Diablo. I feel comfortable here. Listen, brother, we have a very great Discord, and in that Discord, you can... uh, Okay, cool, I got that fixed. In the Discord, you can join up with people. We're going to have a clan. There's people to talk to. You want to talk spoilers about video games. I look like, like, did I, did you guys see that? I had this, I had this tie, like, you guys remember, you guys remember Zach Morris? I'm dressed like a preppy. Oh my gosh. Ruining my image in just one stream. Eugene says if you drink your coffee black the dark roast is the goat there you go there you go Christmas is great there's some testimonials there Prowl says to ensure that the end game was as good as it could possibly be I saw something showing about Diablo 4 closed end game beta where they invited a number of longtime Diablo players with thousands of hours across their games yes here's the thing about Diablo 4 end game right I feel like they have thought about the end game without abandoning the main game. Okay, so I'm going to give you examples of two games that focused on the end game at the detriment of the main game. So they focused too much on the end game and the main game suffered. One game is Borderlands 3. Another game is Destiny 2. These are games where the end game matters so much that the main game doesn't matter at all. Borderlands 3 is especially bad about this. Like, your first playthrough in Borderlands 3 is literally rite of passage. It's meaningless. Looted enemies don't scale to you. You can't even turn that on as an option. Everyone's like, yeah, you just gotta get to your second playthrough. Okay, well, you just cannibalize the main game. Right? You you cannibalize the main game because you focus so heavily on the end game. Destiny 2 did the same thing. It was like the planets, the public events, the lost sectors, the bounties. None of that stuff mattered if you were in the end game. 
you had like two activities to run in the end game when D2's you know first came out Destiny 1 was kind of the same way right so you have to understand that Diablo 4 is saying the main game and the end game are in a symbiotic relationship they're linked together Every dungeon you play, every stronghold that you do in the main game is connected to the end game. There's not this weird disjointed feel where you blast through the main game, leave it behind you, and you're like, yep, all that matters now are these two activities. All that matters now is this activity. Nope. Diablo 4, in my estimation, is one of the most balanced live service games I've seen. Now, I've not played it yet, but as far as priority, game design, and content loop synergy, this is exactly what I've been preaching for years. Years. I used to get so much heat when I covered Destiny because I was like, dude, get capital out of your game. Qu- quit abandoning activities. Quit abandoning areas of the game. Get capital out of them. Repurpose them. Let them come up in level. Let them come up in in relevancy i said this when i played new world i was like why 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 do you have six dungeons six expeditions and three of them four of them don't matter once i'm in the end game bring them up to level put modifiers in them so i can rerun them and they did that in new world that's that's exactly right That, that, that that's exactly what i said they should do you're describing Diablo 3 perfectly. Yeah, Diablo 3 is another good example. It was so lopsided in content relevancy, which is super important. Like in Diablo 2, Endgame was it. Starting a new character was a chore to get max level. That's exactly right. Is anything of real substance... Has uh, anything of real substance been talked about for PvP? No, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, Andrew's asking about today. Gonna be tight. I didn't get to research any of that stuff. You ever get into Genshin Impact? No. Diablo 3 is really bad about that. The only thing that brings you back to the map are the bounties. Yeah, and the bounties are like, go to this area and kill this world boss. No, okay. That's so transactional. That's so transactional. That doesn't that doesn't actually do anything. You just go here. There he is. Kill him. Let's get the heck out of here. You're almost boomeranging. Just like going out and coming back. I don't think it's possible for them to not be separate, says before one is zero. I think people will still gravitate to what is fastest and easiest. Oh, see, but they thought about that. The Diablo 4 devs thought about this. I absolutely love what they did with dungeons and Codex of Power, and Sigils. There is no, oh, I'm going to run the fastest nightmare dungeon over and over and over and over again. Nope. They thought about that. You get Sigils, and the Sigils make you go to a particular nightmare dungeon. And when you're doing a nightmare dungeon, there's a chance that a more powerful Sigil drops will drop for another dungeon. They're not letting you shrink the end game because you would. You would. I would. Oh, there's 150 dungeons? Which one's the fastest? Which one? That one there? Okay. Guys, everybody, dungeon seven's the fastest. Come on, everybody. 
We're doing Dungeon 7. 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7. This game's boring. I'm tired of this game. Yeah, as you shrunk the end game into a circle, a kiddie pool that you ran around in, and it's it's somehow the developer's fault. They thought about this. Like, it, like that that literally just dawned on me as as I was thinking about that. I was like, wait a minute, because as, as you're saying it, you're like, oh yeah, well, you know, I, what did you say that sparked this thought? What did you say that sparked this thought? What sparked this thought in me? Because it just dawned on me. I was like, this is actually quite brilliant the way they set this up. You can't just run the same dungeon over and over again. Who said what? I'm, it's it's going to kill me. It's going to drive me crazy. New Diablo, what is PvP? You're playing against other players, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I know, Zubair. Yeah. Who said it? I can't. I can't even find. I can't even find what somebody said that took me down this pathway. I, my brain is breaking. Tomorrow show. I don't do shows on Saturday, and that's a misrepresentation. Please don't come in and do that. Please do not come in and inside show and and say something that's not true. It's absolutely genius what they are doing here. Yeah, because the way they have it set up, you can't just go one, run one dungeon because that's exactly what people would do. You're not going to talk about the CMA news? I don't know if you realize this. I put a ton of work into my shows, so I, I literally read through 18 pages of notes to open this show to talk about the dev response to criticism, the patch notes. Oh, and I don't know. The second or single biggest game of the year has its open beta today. That takes precedence over a provisional decision that hasn't been finalized until the end of April, but you're running with a headline because all your pro Xbox bros are misrepresenting the decision and saying it's been approved when it hasn't been approved. But yeah, sure. I'll, I'll stop what I'm doing to cover headline hunters. Let's go. We're covering one of the biggest games of the year today. If that's okay with you, I'll get to whatever I'll get to maybe on Monday. It was Prowl. Is Prowl the one that sparked what I'm saying right now? Taking endgame magic find and grind and taking it away from one repeated boss run and instead spreading it across the entire game is freaking genius. I think he was saying that in response to me, though. I don't know who said what that set me off. Oh, right here, right here. Which is super important. Like in Diablo 2, endgame was it. Starting a new character was a chore to get max level. Nope, that wasn't it. No. No, who said what? Maybe it was what Tovo said about the bounties. Uh, I don't think it's possible for them to be separate. Oh, it was B41 is zero. B41 is zero says, I don't think it's possible for them to not be separate. I think people will still gravitate to what is fastest and easiest. It was B41 is zero. And I was like, no, you can't gravitate to what is fastest and easiest. It's not possible. They've set it up so you can't do that. Yo, Reforge Roast Odor from Mom Says I'm Special. Thanks for ordering some Reforge Roast, a bag of Light Roast, and two bags of Light Roast too. I feel to despair. There you go. 
Did you experience frame rate issues with the particle effects in Diablo 4? The only thing I experienced, I played on PS5, so I don't know what happened on PC. Well, I played a little bit on PC on the weekend, because it's cross it's cross save or whatever. So I played on the PS5 and I played on the PC. And when I played on PC, I had in-game lag, but I wasn't having any frame issues with particle effects. My PC's a 2080 Ti and, and, and the PS5 is the PS5. So I you know I didn't have any I didn't have any frame issues. I had in-game lag. That shirt's absolute fire. Yeah, the Deadpool shirt comes from 80s Tees. Always remember to use code LONO over at 80stees.com. If you guys are just tuning in, the Diablo 4 open beta is today. Anybody can play on any platform except for what? The Switch? Any platform. Gonna be queue times. There's some changes. We're talking about essentially how the end game is designed to protect you from yourself. How you can't gravitate to the fastest and the most efficient dungeon because of the way the nightmare dungeons will work. Are the sigils specific to certain dungeons? Yes. Yeah. The sigils are are for specific and certain dungeons. And when you're doing a nightmare dungeon, you can get a sigil to drop that's more powerful that will then take you to another dungeon. So, you like, it's, it's daisy chaining them together. And not only that, Again, you you can't do it. You can't do what people typically do in games like this. You can't just go this one over and over and over and over and over and over. You can't do that. Once you're in the nightmare dungeon grind, you need sigils and sigils take you to random dungeons. It'll like tell you the name of the dungeon you need to go to. Uh, yeah, trying to drown out the CMA stuff. D four procedural dungeons. Yes. Yes, the dungeons are procedural, so you will never play a dungeon that's exactly the same way as the first time that you played it. Layout is random, enemies are random, sigils will put in random buffs and debuffs and mechanics so it, and modifiers, so you will never really play a dungeon that's the same. Now, they talked about that. People were saying that the Diablo 4 dungeons were too similar, and they said, listen, they have to have a base level identity so that you kind of remember them. It's not just going to be a random asset string of pearls of like everything's random and crazy every time like it's going to have like a memorable identity and then the modifiers and the sigil are going to come on top of that so you're not going to feel that sense of like oh I don't, none of these den- dungeons are distinct like anything can happen no there will be some undercurrent of identity and distinctness and yet they're randomly generated they're procedurally generated what I mean does sigil 1 always go to dungeon 1 or can dungeons 1 have sigils get assigned to it the sigils themselves, as far as they describe them, prowl are random. Like, if you get a sigil for Dungeon 1, and it's got these modifiers, and then a couple days later, you get another sigil again, and it's for Dungeon 1. I don't think the modifiers are the same. Right? They're not the, they're not the same. It's, it's, it's different every time. Yeah, the beta goes live in an hour and 15 minutes start installing it there was a big update i yeah make sure make sure that your beta is updated i my playstation downloaded an update what about the 80s tees i'm almost always wearing a, uh, a shirt from 80s tees i've not really used any sites to do other stuff links to sites to codes so I go to the site and it gives me a place to put it yeah when you go to check out at 80s tees put in code lono l-o-n-o it'll give you 30 percent off omg breathe man who needs to breathe Oxygen's overrated.
Yeah, the queue time for the open beta goes live in about uh, an hour and 15 minutes. That's true. Anyone else concerned about the longevity and expansion more so than the end game? I think those two are linked, Veticon. Right? I think those two are linked. Like, longevity and expansion is linked to the end game. You know, add a new area, add new dungeons, add new classes, add new story. There's all kind of expansive things they can do. If you guys are just tuning in a Goonie shirt to play Diablo. Yeah, that's that's not bad. Let me tell you what one of my favorite parts of playing the game was. Those random challenges you run across on the map, the little red circle areas. Yes, those are basically like public events. Reading is for the week, bro. <laughs> How are you? I love you. Thank you, Stanko. Random. What about the butcher coming at you randomly in dungeons, which is awesome? Yo, the butcher is a punk. He's a freaking punk, okay? He and I, he and I are going to have words because that, that was, I'm still mad. <laughs> he freaking killed me. He absolutely killed me, bro. And then I was trying to get away and they like pulled me back. You know what I'm saying? Not really a place for that kind of question. Destiny uh, question? I mean, if you're looking for people to play Destiny with, Vipool, it's better to use either LFG or our Discord, not my YouTube chat. My YouTube chat is not great for, like, finding random people to play, you know, random games. Everyone keeps talking about the dungeons, and they exclude exploration. Yeah, yeah, the exploration is awesome. You'll find random side quests, you'll find random public events. I absolutely love the open world. I think it has a great feel to it. I almost freaking beat the butcher, but I got trapped by an invisible wall. I wasn't even moving his health bar. I I wasn't even moving his health bar, and I was like, I'm getting the frick out of here. So I ran one way, right? I was like, oh man, I ran the other way. I was about to get through a door, and he like hooked me back, and I was dead. Yeah, I was pretty irritated. I was like, that's some cheap nonsense, bro. <laughs> He's all like overpowered, you know what I mean? Uh, Necro all the way. No way, Rogue Necro? You're going to be a Necro? Well, I mean, I guess your name's Rogue Necro, so you could have been a Rogue. How's the crossplay? I want to play PS5, but my friends are on PC concerned that they won't play with me. In my experience, crossplay that is built on the infrastructure of a company like Blizzard is not an issue. When it's their own infrastructure, it's usually just fine. You're not going to run any issues. Like crossplay with uh, Fall Guys and Fortnite, they use the epic sort of like backbone. So they're using Blizzard's social uh, account thing I don't know what you'd call it I guess the account authentication and they're in that friends list or whatever that that's gonna be how you hook up with your friends and play so I don't think you're gonna have to worry about it running well because it you know it's blizzard after all I think the main thing you're gonna have to worry about is queue times like you'll get in and then your friends are gonna be like bro I got an hour and a half to wait you know what I'm saying like that's that's gonna be the main issue mmm fresh meat I really want to give it a shot but don't have a lot of time to dedicate to it Oh, what are you guys talking about? Depends on what you get out of the game. If you care about playing through the story, I guess you can chill for quite a bit. Listen, man, the 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 actual story, the Diablo 4 campaign, man, those cutscenes were good. They they that church scene was so good. I was like, man, this is nasty, but good in like a good way. 
hook up with my boys. Listen, man. That's what friends are for. What are you talking about? <laughs> Does anybody know? Anybody go back that far enough with stand-up comedy to know what that reference is from? Uh, got a dude, no hard feelings on my end. Please don't mind me. I did five years and technology surpassed me when I come home. Just behind on a few things when it comes to internet apps and stuff. Yeah, if you're looking for people to play with, there are LFG sites, which is looking for group sites. Uh, our Discord's a great place. You're a member. I think you got maybe a gifted membership or maybe picked up your own membership. You can get into our members-only Discord and you can find people to play with. There's a grip of peeps in here. Smash the like button. Yeah, we have almost 700 people here. We should have like 400 likes. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? Where are my likes? Make sure you hit subscribe as well. Subscribing is totally free. It doesn't cost money to hit subscribe. Then you can talk in my chat. I do a live interactive talk show like this Monday through Friday, and I am safe for work, so you can throw me on in the background of your day. I have been covering the Activision Blizzard deal quite a bit. That's not my fault. I like covering video game news. I don't just like covering that, but it hasn't really gone away. It's increased in its you know, rhythms, but we're not talking about or covering that today. First time I met Anarius, a cutscene gave me chills. Is that the dude in the cabin with the real low voice? I really liked him. I thought that was excellent. I thought that was really well done. Sweet man, thanks. Appreciate it. No problem. If you guys want to support the channel directly, we've been streaming for almost an hour this morning. We've already gotten 52 members on the day. That means I owe you 10 members. Every 25 members, I owe you 5. You can also order coffee. So if you like to consume YouTube content on a regular basis, you can decide to do a membership. Uh, If you're a coffee drinker and you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you owe it to yourself to try out my coffee. It is super smooth. It is got zero bitterness, right? Make sure and do it. Puppy that followed you home. That's right. How am I just now finding out about how amazing Far Cry 5 is? Far Cry is great, man. I thought Vaz was great. I thought Pagan Min was great. I thought 5 was great. Because 5's got, you know, Preacher Man. You got Vaz. You got Pagan Min. You got Preacher Man. They're great, great villains. Butcher caught me flat-footed with me saying, hey, I already killed you. <laughs> People in chat are telling you which which roast to check out. If you've never tried my coffee before, you can get all three flavors for 45 bucks. Just use code March Madness on the triple threat. Uh, Xbox has built-in LFG. Yeah, that's true. You can use that as well. You can use that as well. We got homies in the Discord that play. Better luck there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cutscene in the church was brutal and shocking. He's like, sin is their birthright. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> like, Lilith Lilith getting theological up in here. I was like, okay, I see you, Lilith. I'm staring at my coffee machine, trying to get it to brew this Dark Rose faster. I absolutely love the Far Cry-based games. Not a fan of the DLCs. What's everybody picking today? Let, let's, uh, let's, let's do that. We're an hour into the show, and you guys are, you guys are wandering off on me here. What class are you picking today is it just everybody going to be druid necro druid necro or many people missed closed beta so are are people opting for non uh non uh non necro non druid new to the channel love the neutral non fanboy vibe thank you yeah don't believe everything you read on twitter (laughs) he's a sony pony will your coffee ship to australia it's expensive to ship to my house haven't tried coffee yet give it a pop Stanko, I'm gonna be honest with you. 
you're way better off gifting members than ordering coffee if you live outside the United States. You're going to give way more money to the post office than to me, and I just don't think that that's worth it. My coffee's good, but it's not good enough to hand, you know, 50 bucks to the post office. Gift members and help a bunch of people become members, help us hit a milestone. That supports me way more directly than buying, buying coffee. I'm just being real with you. All right, let's see what we got here. We got Necro, Rogue. Somebody said Paladin. No, Paladin. Sorry, sir. Necro, 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 Druid. Necro, 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 Necro. Oh, my gosh. So it seems like chat's leaving he- leaning heavy Necro. As are leaning heavy necro. I kind of like that though. I like that I'll be. It's not you know. Maybe I'll be the odd man out as the druid. I tried barbarian. I recommend if you're brand uh, new Diablo player. I actually don't recommend the barbarian. They've admitted that the barbarian is too weak. He's getting a buff. The barbarian. I don't think that the barbarian is a good starter. No. If you're new to Diablo, I would say go sorcerer. The sorcerer is strong. Multiple builds. Great, great stuff. Crusader? There is no Crusader. There is no Crusader. Yeah, I wouldn't start... I wouldn't start Barbarian. I, w- I don't know about Necro. Necro's usually pretty uh, approachable as well. Necro's really, really approachable, especially with, like, the corpse... Uh, whatever it's called. Corpse bursting or whatever it's called. I'm gonna be Blue Valkyrie. Yeah, and then shoot the food. Blue Valkyrie shot the food. I like how they, that, that's one of my favorite things about that game is even back then they knew they're like, let's start fights. Let's make a game that starts fights. Let's make a game that ends relationships. You know what I mean? That's like the 10th time you shot the food. Is Paladin back? No. Oh, is Rogue busted? Necro's usually slow though. What? The Necro wasn't slow in Diablo 3. Are you kidding me? He's he's nuts in Diablo 3. Just pop, 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 pop. Just corpse exploding everywhere. Sorcerer Chain Lightning equals easy mode. A Mario Party. Just ending relationships. You know, one minigame at a time. Sign of a good game. That's right. It Takes Two will do that. Yeah, I played that one with Hilly. And then I switched, and then I switched from playing as the the girl and play the guy. Well, I was playing with my wife. It was fun. A werewolf, werebear, druid uh, isn't crazy underpowered like D two. Yeah, in in Diablo two, the druid was like he was okay on summon, not very strong werewolf. But then the fissure build was just stupid. I remember I looked up a guide because I always felt like Druid kind of fell apart on me late game in Diablo 2. I wasn't a super experienced player. I just liked to play. And I, I remember I looked up a Fissure guide and I was like, this completely changes the game. I got late game and was just roasting everything. It was amazing. Thank you for your channel. Thank you, Frank the Tank. How many open betas will there be? This is This is it. This is it. The coolest thing about the NES Gauntlet is that it was it has speaking dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, speaking dialogue. It's pretty it's pretty hard to understand. I mean, Blades of Steel had that. Blades of Steel. Get the get the get the pass. <laughs> get the get the get the pass. <laughs> Without bodies to start off, Necro is going to be iffy. 
Aw, oh, come on. You get like one body and you're good. I've heard there'll be more transformations and that your skills will change based on what animal you transform into. Really? It don't matter what class you start with. When launched, you'll need to play all classes for achievements. Yeah, but new players aren't necessarily thinking in that regard. They're just wanting to play. They're not thinking like, well, I just, I, you know, I better make sure I uh, get all those chivos. Is there seriously no DM on YouTube? What? No DM on YouTube? What do you mean? You can't DM people? Is that what you're asking? Elemental Druid was OP. Werewolf was good until Nightmare or Hell. Get the, get the, get the pass. LOL screaming. Yeah, because you just pass like crazy in that game. Stupid thing was like trying to keep up. Shing, shing. Blades of Steel. The Overcooked games test your marriage big time. My favorite thing every time I play Overcooked with my kids, there's always that breaking point where you pause. You're like, all right, stop. You're on rice. You're on dirty dishes. I'm cooking the meat. Get to work. Like, you almost have to stop and, like, manage everybody. Thank God there's no DM on YouTube. What they should really do is have open DMs on YouTube so content creators can screenshot hateful messages and make content out of it because that's what they do on Purple. Have you ever considered closing your DMs? But how would I have perpetual victimhood if I did that? (laughs) Ah, it's true. I would like to suggest from the chat, not obligatory by the way, to play the first Diablo game. You can buy it at GOG and the classic game still holds up. Lore is also great by the way. Oh, come on. No, no. Listen to me, chat. Listen. Don't listen to Chris, alright? Don't listen to Chris. You don't need to play the original game. You do not need to play the original game. Listen to me. Listen to me. You you don't even need to play Diablo 3. You, you don't. You don't. Just wait for Diablo 4, right? Just wait for Diablo 4. Yeah, Diablo 4 is right around the corner. You got plenty of games to play until then. You got things to do, right? Don't go play in those old games. You're going to you're going to make your you're going to mess yourself up before the game comes out. If you've never touched a Diablo game, then just let Diablo 4 be your first. Why mess with your expectations? Change your member goal. My OCD is killing me. Change it to 100. Guys, Stanko wants me to change it to 100. Can we get consensus? Am I allowed to do that? Should we start doing that to just set the next milestone? It actually should be 75. Please change it. Should we just do it every time and be like, all right, okay, well, this is the next one. This is the next one. Like, should we have a rolling member goal? I I think a rolling member goal makes more sense than setting it to 100. Like, once we hit 25, set it to 50. Once we hit 50, set it to 75. Creature says, nah. I'm letting the chat call this one. No, producer, I'm sidelining my producer. What do y'all think, chat? <laughs> Let's start a war in chat. <laughs> no, no, no. Rolling is fine. Oh, well, now he says rolling is fine. Okay. Oh, you don't like 100. I think rolling makes the most sense to be like, yeah, that's the next, that's the next, uh, that's the next five that I owe you. Let them suffer, you may. Make them wait until over 50. Let's just do rolling. I think rolling look, I think rolling will look nice. It'll look nice. We look like a couple, we look like weirdos in here. What's going on? What are you doing? What do you got in your hand? Is that a box? 
my wife just came in the office like giving her the <laughs> get her into the business what are you doing is the little stop it is the little fridge in here make sure and fill that up fill that up for tonight I can see what you're doing actually my computer's kind of in the way <laughs> she's being bad Roland makes the most sense We're, we aren't weirdos we are weirdos roll it you can guild the member goal uh, text once you reach the original goal for the day. Yeah, we can reset it. We can reset it. My wife's moving stuff around. How did Lono know I was holding a box? I, I know things. I see things. It'll make us look like scrubs. 82 over 25 makes us look awesome. 82 out of 100 makes us look like bums. ha. <laughs> Come on, you bums. (laughs) It's rolling. People understand what it means. The people that give to it understand what we're doing. That's what matters the most. Plus, if you play Diablo 1, you'll get to see who the real butcher is and why he's so iconic. Uh, My memory of the druid in Diablo 2 is that he yells at Deckard Cain. He's like, Deckard Cain! He, like, yells at him. You know what I mean? Like, checking my... Uh... I like checking my. Well, you're a lawyer, so what do you mean? Why is Why is Colt Eastwood calling me a lawyer? I'm not an. E, I'm not a lawyer. I'm getting. I'm. I'm. And I'm ending up in diss tracks about the ABK deal. Like, what freaking planet are we on now? People are literally creating diss tracks about. I, oh my gosh! And then he completely misunderstands the content. Like, that's it. That's that's where we are, chat. Since Microsoft Activision deal will be going through... Okay, I'm not answering that. Thank you for the five spot. Thanks for paying $5 to lie in my chat. No one said it's going through. Quit following headline hunters. Quit following headline hunters. No no one has said it's going through. CMA has made a provisional decision and the end of their decision making, their final decision is like end of April. So that you've... You're jumping to a conclusion, Right? Yeah, I, yeah, put the new stuff in there. Please. Please. I wasn't sure what you brought in, because sometimes you put everything in one box. What are the chances that Diablo 3 is better than Diablo 4? Uh, next to none. I don't think Diablo 3 has the ability to be able to be better than Diablo 4, because Diablo 3 started out so terribly. It was awful. The auction house... Like, the story's fine. You know what I'm saying? But, like... Reaper of Souls Loot 2.0 in the seasonal in the seasonal format like saved it, but I don't I don't think so. Like I don't think it has the ability. Will they make an announcement? Yeah, people are just trying to trigger. They're like, yeah, watch these Sony ponies get triggered. It's like I said just yesterday, if it goes through after a bunch of concessions and adjustments, that's exactly what's supposed to happen. Like I've said numerous times that I think it's going to go through with concessions, which is the entire point of all the coverage and the reason that people should have been honest up to now. Like, it's not hard to be honest, right? Not difficult. It's not difficult. You know, just speaking facts and truth. Then you don't got to go doubling back on stuff. I don't have to double back on any of my coverage because I've said from the beginning exactly what's going on and exactly what I think will likely happen. And it isn't going to, it isn't going to bother me. It'll bother me because I don't think it's good, but whatever. Diablo 4 will not be worse than Diablo 3. Diablo 4, here, here's here's one of the reasons that Diablo 4 isn't going to be worse 
than Diablo 3, okay? They're building Diablo 4 to last. Does that make sense? When you build a game from moment one to last, every system, every skill tree, every loot drop, every piece of the game should be built for the... What happened? I am sticking with the show. You have paper towels in a room full of electronics. What happened? There's a, I, there's a computer over there on the floor next to you. What have you done? Did you spill something? Shadow Moss with the two spot. I didn't know you ain't have to do me like that. Bro, don't come into my stream state and stuff unless you're unless you're got the facts. Yeah, come on. Insomniac Black with a five dollar tip through super chat. I'm here for the Lona Lono Super Hot Fire disc track. Nineties babies know. That's right. I don't listen, man. I don't I don't get involved in all that, bro. I have better things to do with my time than entertain foolishness. You know, especially when you can't even get the facts straight. Yo, Insomniac Black with the five gifted members. Five gifted members taking it to 57. Thank you so much. It went to Shinobi Gaming and I'm Kamui. And it's just, it's just Weeb Central all of a sudden. Joshua, Awakened Blood, and Creed. You guys all got gifted members. What class are you looking forward to the most? The Druid. The, the Diablo 4 Druid. That's it. That's where I'm headed. I'm, I'm beelining to the druid. I also think I wouldn't mind doing a non-range rogue. Like, I, we built a range build for my wife. She was playing rogue because she likes the demon hunter in Diablo 3. It'd be fun to take a rogue non-range and just do all of the, the up-close melee stuff. If you play Diablo 3 and you think that's better than Diablo 4, I'm sorry. It's clear which one is better. Well, I mean, Diablo 4 is not out yet, so just pure speculation... I have a lot more confidence in the quality of Diablo 4. Number one, they can learn from eight years of seasonal content and loot updates to Diablo 3. Number two, they're building it to be a live service game. Yeah, I'll definitely be covering Spider-Man 2. That's a good one, Diablo 4 versus Diablo 2. I still think Diablo 4 wins. Now, your, your, your diehards aren't going to agree with that. Your diehards aren't going to agree. They're going to say, nah, man, nah. Diablo 2 is king. Diablo 2 wasn't built for the world that we live in now. It wasn't. Well, please understand the deal will go through. You don't know that. But Diablo will not be day one on Game Pass, but definitely will come eventually to Game Pass. I mean, hypothetically, if the deal goes through, this is tangentially on subject. Hypothetically, if the deal goes through... Diablo 4 will likely end up on Game Pass later on. I actually think, and you know, Microsoft doesn't have to listen to me, but I actually happen to think that games like Diablo 4 should never be on Game Pass day and date. I think you should put it on there for your first expansion. That's gonna that's gonna maximize money. It's gonna maximize profit. And Microsoft's got different strategies and different plans. Whatever, that's fine. But that's what I would do. What I would do. That's they they bang they they've been banging on the day and date drum too hard though they painted themselves into a bit of a corner, so Activision knows 
that it will cannibalize sales, which is exactly why Activision has historically avoided Game Pass, which is why Diablo 4 will not be on Game Pass at launch, because it's their decision. And when it's their decision, they're not going to do that, because their goals are diametrically opposed to the goals of Game Pass, which is part of the reason why the acquisition exists, because developers, especially big developers like ABK, their goals are not aligned with the goals of Game Pass, right? Those, those things are mutually exclusive. The goals of a developer, the goals of a large publisher, is to sell as many copies as possible, not give the game away on a subscription fee. A subscription fee, mind you, that helps a completely different company. That's the whole point, right? Like, Diablo 4 will be the second most commercially successful game this year. Hogwarts Legacy, I don't think you can topple it. Because Hogwarts Legacy hasn't even hit PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch yet. And the PS4 and the Nintendo Switch, their their market saturation is silly. So th- those consoles haven't even gotten Hogwarts yet. So Hogwarts Legacy will likely be the most commercially successful game this year. Diablo 4 is going to be right behind it. It might even rival it. it-, it- it's going to be a very close race. Give me a very close raise. Think about this screen, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Uh, Brown Excellence. I'll be. Co- I'll probably have to cover that Monday. KC Rollins with a uh, membership says, "Good morning, Lono. Are you and the wife playing against today, or just you playing Druid? I'll be playing Druid this afternoon with my friend Mike Thirty and So Gaming. I'll be playing this evening, having drinks and laughs with my man Hilly. So Hilly Hijinks returns. If you've never seen me stream with Hilly, it is a riot. You guys will love it. We're gonna be playing tonight. The Resident Evil Four remake is our fallback. If the queue times are too long and Mike and I just can't get in, we'll hang out and talk for about an hour and a half, and then I'm gonna go play Resident Evil Four. I've got it installed and ready to go. That's my fallback plan. We may do everything today. We may do this talk show, Diablo Four gameplay, and then we'll do some Resident Evil. We'll do it all. We'll do it all, baby. Why not? If we have time. If we have time. Um. Uh. 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 Tomorrow might work uh actually you know i think diablo will pass hogwarts legacy as the entry age is not as diverse i got ranked 24 without botting uh and i hit a wall when is the beta open in exactly 49 minutes don't companies get money from putting their game on game pass i would assume it's pennies compared to sales when your game is the size of Diablo, it's pennies. When your game is an indie title, it's 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 hard it's hard to say. Because sometimes an indie title will break out. Like Death's Door, they sold 100,000 copies of their game the first week it came out on Steam. Two dudes made the game. Those those homies are good for life. <laughs> They're good. Okay? They're good. But that's not always going to happen. Is there a members-only live stream today? Yes, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, there will be a members-only live stream. Me and Hilly will be playing Diablo 4. Resident Evil 4 is nuts. Resident Evil 4 is perfect. Yeah, I might have to make space for it. You guys typically like watching me play games like that because I get freaking scared. I'm a scaredy cat. When you're Taylor Swift, you don't need to be on Spotify. Yeah, like Diablo is Tay Tay, like just gonna walk in the room and do whatever they want. Like you know, you don't you don't need to be on some subservice that has to ask that. that yeah, I mean, that, that that begs the question, right? Um, 
Your cyclical, long, drawn-out fluff content may fool the PS folk, but not me. In your own words, walk out the door. Um. Why insult my content? Just because you clearly got something wrong. There's no reason to make it personal. And I guess I'm confused why Detective Seeds liked that tweet. Why would you like a tweet of a guy dogging my content? Like, I don't understand that. Directional audio is really good. Death Door is only $20. Honestly, $2 million is great. But I wouldn't say you're good for life with that amount. It's a good head start, though. What do you mean? That was just in the first week, bro. That's why I'm saying they're set for life. That kind of momentum in your launch week? Those guys are good. You make two million in the first launch week of your game and it's two people? What are you talking about? They'll live off off that game for the rest of their life. They're not going to have any problems. They're being called out. Yeah, don't be out here liking tweets that dunk on my content and insult it and then come hang out here and act like you're a friend of the show. Get out of here. Uh, If you're thinking about the campaign, then that's pretty easy. Once you get a build going, but the end game is about climbing the tiers. Yeah, like there's different ways to approach playing a game like Diablo. You don't have to even play through the campaign. They're going to let people skip the campaign. Because they, you just want to jump into seasonal content, you can. You don't even need to play through the campaign. Now, the game launches in a, in a pre-season format, so I don't think you're going to be able to do that out of the gate. I don't think, like, launch version of Diablo 4, you're going to be able to, like, get that out of the gate. Two million, if they're smart, invest a portion, and they're good. Yeah, but you got to understand something about that 100,000 sales in the first week. That's not total sales. So they're still making sales on the game to this day. And Death's Door launched on other platforms. When you get that kind of momentum week one and you're a two-man studio, oh man, those, come on. Unless those guys are, you know, unless they blow their money like some sports stars or some celebrities do, they'll be fine. That's an insane amount of money. I mean, because they they got scooped up by the other platforms because of that, right? They 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 got super, super picked up by other platforms, right? So if you think about it, if you think about it, that's always a question you have to ask is when you're launching a game that's the question mark are we going to shoot out of a cannon are we going to are we going to have you know massive success are we going to have all this revenue coming in estimated revenue is 4.5 million now for death store yeah that's insane for two dudes now unless they have investors that they got to give you know money back to what are your thoughts lono on a game auction house that's not based on real money but in game currencies Listen, I saw Train, Trainwreck, and Asmongold agreeing about this on Twitter, and I may misunderstand their position, so I I may not have a full grasp on their position, but my understanding of their position was they were promoting an in-game player-driven economy with trading, and I think bind on equip is what they were pushing for, right? I think in-game player-driven economies are almost impossible to pull off. Uh, anytime, 
I remember when New World wasn't even out yet. I said there are going to be two pain points in this game that are going to be they're they're just going to become a nuisance and a headache, and it's the player driven economy and the PvP. And the two most common things that the New World devs had to patch and babysit in the first three months of that game was PvP and the player-driven economy. So I am actually very commonly opposed to player-driven economies because have you met gamers? They're terrible. (laughs) They're awful. They ruin everything they touch. (laughs) They cannibalize everything they touch, you know? Doesn't WoW do it pretty well? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think player... This is what I have wrong against player-driven economies. I'm not saying you can't get it done right. I'm not. I'm saying it requires so much dev time and oversight and adjustments. It's a nuisance. It's a nuisance. It's not needed. It isn't needed. You can maintain a player base and you can maintain player funnel and relevancy and and loot incentivization and player incentivization you can do all of that without a player based economy Path of Exile's auction house works pretty well I would need to be compelled I'm not saying there's a right or wrong here you could compel me and convince me to think differently that'd be an amazing show right have like Trainwreck and Asmongold come on and be like alright guys compel me convince me that player driven economies are a good thing they're worth all this trouble they're worth all this oversight and babysitting I'm, I'm open to being compelled on this because I just feel like they just they quickly lean into just absolute terrible directions. What killed the D3 auction house? I mean, there was real money involved, which led to bots, which led to hacked accounts, which led to stole accounts. Like it was a ju- it was terrible. It's terrible. They had to shut it down. So, so I don't I don't necessarily think there's like an easy there's an easy answer here, but I'm always thinking to myself, okay, whatever you can do to maintain the relevancy and the ongoing content loop of Diablo 4, you, I, I think an in-game player-driven economy is just asking for flat tires. You're just asking for flat tires. I'll try to convince you, but it's a fun thing to play the market. Listen, Veticon, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that there aren't fun things about it. That's not what I'm disputing. I'm not disputing the fun, the funness of it, or the fun factor of it. What I'm saying is, this is just so opens up your game to problems. It, it can lead to so many flat tires. Like, all your devs are going to be doing is putting out fires for the first three months, because people will absolutely cannibalize a game's market. They will. They'll, they'll figure out, okay, what's, 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 what's the best item? Okay, this item. Okay, where's the fastest way to get? Okay, over here. Okay. Flood the market. Value of an item goes down. Late adopters, people that don't play as fast, they get to the market late and items that are supposed to be worth a lot are worth nothing now because cannibals have just devoured that portion of the market and they've they've devalued something that's supposed to be valuable like that's just one example of what happens let's just say this this golden brick 
is is super rare and it's it it, it it has great value and you know everybody needs them in the late game for 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 crafting this thing and so people find some exploit some glitch some drop rate something where they're like if you go to this corner and you stab this skeleton and then you run in a circle he respawns again and his drop rate is 2.5 percent higher than the drop rate of the skeleton over here so then everybody's going Bring. And then the market's like, oh, it gets buried. It gets buried in that item. And then people that show up late are like, oh, this item is supposed to be worth so much. Great. And they go to the market and it's worth nothing. Now that item has been sort of artificially devalued by just crazy behavior in the community. So that's just one example. That happened in New World. Items, items that were supposed to be high value late game got devalued within 24 hours. Like that. Yeah, it's like the boulder in Elden Ring. I think one of Asman's arguments for open trading is that it gives a person a place to go to get what they want rather than grinding for it, never get it, and quitting the game. If that's, I'm going to, I'm going to just say, okay, if that's one of Asman's points, this is what exactly what I would say to him and push back on. There are better ways to keep people from quitting. There are better ways. Loot generosity is the key to saving somebody from the breaking point of, I can't get the item. Loot 2.0's philosophy is the answer to what Asman's saying, if indeed that is his point and position. If you're summarizing his position well, if that's his position, Loot 2.0 outlined this philosophy when the guy from Loot 2.0 got on Reddit and was talking about Anthem. And he said, when they increased loot generosity, people went from saying, I'm just trying to get this item to drop, to saying... I'm trying to get a good version of this item to drop. It completely changes the mind of the player. Do you see? It's I've always said this. Generosity is not the enemy of engagement. It's the promoter of it. The more generous you are, the more empowered the player feels to chase what they want instead of accepting table scraps and being like, I finally got one. It's crap. But for Pete's sakes, I can move on to do something else now. Loot loot generosity is a far better way to keep people in your content loops than being like, well, when someone gets to the breaking point, they can go through the mechanical cold decision of buying it from another player in the auction house or buying it from another player, you know, just in the open market or trading. You honestly think that's a dopamine hit? That's not a dopamine hit. That's... That's a reluctant acquiescence to a bad drop rate. Ah, well, frick it, I'll go buy it. That's not how you keep people playing. That's antithetical to a healthy content loop. What the content loop is doing in that example is it's spitting somebody out. It's like, nope, nope, stingy, withholding, nope, poop, and they get spit out of the content loop, and then they go to town, and they buy the item. That, that's that's not a winsome content loop. Do you want to know what's going to happen to that player? Let me tell you what's going to happen to that player. Oh, hey. This game's too stingy. I can't get things to drop that I want. You know what I'll do? 
I'm going to find the fastest and the most effective gold grind. This YouTuber here, what's up guys, back with another video, gonna tell you the fastest gold grind in the game right now. My video from two days ago has already been patched, so this is a perpetual relevant topic for me, not ever green, but ever present. And in this video, I'm gonna tell you how to go over and kill this cow 8,500 times in an hour, and you're gonna have enough gold to become a czar. Well, that's all that guy's gonna do in the game then. You just kicked him out of the content loop, and now he's playing the game in some cold, mechanical, stupid way. So then he's just going to go to the market and buy items in a cold, uninteresting way, and he's not playing the game. He's playing a game within the game that's not satisfying, that's not rewarding. Why is that intro so accurate? Because so many YouTubers are walking memes, bro. <laughs> They're walking memes. No shade, man. Get your bag. Get your bag, brother. No shade. I don't make that kind of content. So it's easy. Yeah, it's a little easy to criticize it. That brought me pain to listen to. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Tell me about the cow. You didn't finish. <laughs> Loot farming is an actual job. No, it's... No, 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 no. All right. I'm going to... Actually, you know what, Nutter? I want to take that because I think that's a good thing to, to balance this out here. Okay? <clears throat> I want to I wanna balance this out here. What I just described... The content loop spitting somebody out and then they just gold farm to buy items that's that's in and of itself not a good a, a good exercise in in game you know player incentivization and a healthy content loop and and bringing people back right loot farming can go into the same ditch loot farming can go into the same ditch if loot farming feels that way where you're just running the same dungeon over and over and over again, you are actually right. What that can do is create a mechanistic relationship with the game where you're just seeing everything as zeros and ones. There's no there's no romance anymore. And so that's why there has to be balance. And what Hilly just put in chat, I think is incredibly important within where we're, where we're going here. He says, loot generosity being too high is bad. I like some items having a drop rate of 0.0001%. I disagree with that. And here's why. The proof is in the pudding. Players do not respond to that in the way that is conducive to ongoing content models. Players respond to that in broken ongoing content models the only reason people put up with really really low drop rates like that is because there's nothing else to freaking do that's not good game design if, if you have a good ongoing content model which I believe Diablo 4 is going to have a good ongoing content model you don't need to lean on being stingy you don't need to lean on being withholding you don't that supplants content it's not content 
a really, really low drop rate is antithetical to content. It's the absence of content. Kill this boss. What's he drop? Well, he has an almost invisible drop rate of an item. So someone can literally live in that boss room for a year and never see the item drop. That's not content. That's the absence of content. You're just doing the same thing over and over again. What happens is familiarity breeds contempt. So the more times I do that without getting it, I'm going to develop an unhealthy relationship with the game where I'm in there due to sunk cost fallacy, not out of desire and volition. So the dopamine that hits when I finally get it or when it finally drops, it ain't dopamine. It's relief. Oh, I can finally quit this freaking crap. What do you suggest having guaranteed drops of the best loot? No. You were in here yesterday, Goreforce. You literally ranted for the first 10 minutes about Phil Spencer didn't lie because apparently you couldn't take the time to listen to my position to see that I was saying he didn't lie. You seem to be doing that again. I just outlined how there's two ditches to avoid and you want to land somewhere in the middle to have a healthy content loop. And so what do you suggest? Just guaranteed drops of the best loot? No. The tactic of intentionally misunderstanding as a person's position to cast it in a really foolish and stupid light, I can smell the stink on that. I know when someone's doing that. That's just a straw man. RN Jesus is the worst. That's right. Thank you for the $5 tip, Mark. I appreciate that. That's not at all what I'm what, what I'm talking about. Over 50 runs and I never got Eyes of Tomorrow. The trick the trick to loot drops is this. Consistent cadence deep variety. Okay? I'm taking y'all to school right now, right? If there's any devs in the chat, like start taking notes. Consistent cadence, deep variety. This hits every type of player. This is this is an elasticity model. So think about it like this. If you have healthy cadence, or I should say it this way, consistent cadence, that means the more casual player can count on the item dropping at a consistent rate. The depth of variety is there for the people that are more hardcore. And what happens is, wherever you land on the spectrum, have you seen that graph of like, of like F around and find out, right? The more you F around, the more the find out arc goes up. This is like a similar graph, okay? Where along the bottom, you have loot, loot variety, and then you have engagement hours, And the more those engagement hours go up, the more they get to experience that loot variety. So people down here that only play for a little bit, they don't experience as much of that loot variety. They're probably just going to say, listen, man, I'm a more casual player. I'm just really glad to have this axe. I got this axe, right? And then the more you play, the more you experience loot variety. So that's a perfect spectrum for player engagement. The more committed you are, the more loot variety you get, the more chances you're, you know, that that increases your chances of getting the version of the item that you want. You have nothing to worry about. This rant makes no sense. Everyone is wanting that about the game. 
if my rant makes no sense then why are you here if I'm hard to understand then yeah I don't know go see if there's a preschool teacher explaining you know color matching and shapes if this is too hard for you to understand if I'm if I'm speaking at a cadence and a speed and using too many big words I, I think you're in the wrong stream this is extremely easy to understand if you have consistent cadence with depth of variety that's that is exactly the recipe for healthy engagement what's a good game with those qualities a good game with those qualities would be the one that I think that we're about to play the one that we're about to play like I feel like Diablo 4 from everything they've said from everything they've said I feel like that's what we're about to play we're about to play a game that has healthy consistency and and good variety my point is that everyone wants that that's simply not true I got news for you there are people who fundamentally disagree with everything I just said that's not true everybody does not like that there are people that want the game to be incredibly stingy do you want to know why they want to gatekeep the best gear from the casual player nah man you got to play this boss for 12 hours before you even have a whisper of a hope of getting this good item there are people who are completely in disagreement with me on this and they argue in favor of stinginess I have to use a Destiny example, but I find that having a playlist weapon drop with 12 perks in each column makes me lose emotional investment. Even if I get one after every match, the odds are awful in a new way. Well, right. Prove it? Prove what? That not everybody agrees with you? The burden of proof is on you. You claimed that everybody wants that, so your claim would need to be backed. Like, can you prove that every single person that approaches loot-based games want the system that I'm describing? You need to be able to substantiate your claim. That's called burden of proof. All I need is a couple of people in chat to say, no, I'm more in favor of stinginess. I, I had I had debates with people about Anthem stinginess and loot drops. You know, Hilly just said there should be ultra low drop rates of things. That's 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 good for some items. There are people that argue it for all legendaries, all high tier items they believe should be stingy. Hilly's more arguing for specific items. He's like, what Hilly's arguing for is you need a unicorn every once in a while. You need a Sasquatch every once in a while. He's not saying the entire the entire loot pool should be stingy. He's saying you need some Sasquatches in the mix. You need some you need some unicorns in the mix. I haven't found a single person that has an influential audience that claims they have loot being garbage tier. That sentence doesn't make any sense. I didn't say anything about garbage tier. I was talking broadly about loot generosity I didn't say anything about that you missed this glow F you it's mine yeah you know Zubair saying he he would like to see he would like to see um generosity tuned down for cosmetics I hands I hate stinginess in my games I don't get a lot of playtime certain items sure but for the most part let me farm my loot I think anything having to do with gameplay should be shared fairly. Leveling up to 100 must be very slow on this game compared to D3. My argument for rare items is good good economy standards. Yeah, and see, what the cluck? That's a great name, by the way. There are people that could do that. I think there are people who could make very, very good argumentation against everything I've said. 
it comes down to the philosophy of the game developers ultimately Asmongold wants people to play people to play the game for a whole year and not get the drop right and I'd have to ask Asmongold I would love to have discussions like this with him because I think he thinks you know broadly about this and he has a great back history of gameplay I'd have to ask him are you thinking about just a handful of very special items or does he in general think at a hierarchy level there is a hierarchy of items that just don't drop that often at all or once you get within that hierarchy of items do you have a spectrum of generosity where certain items you just empower the player to chase and get the one that they want but then there's those random standout unicorns that just do not drop Johnny McConnell with five months welcome back so I yeah, he's the kind of guy that I'd love to have discussions with about this stuff. Asmongold doesn't think uh, that in any way, shape, or form. Okay, that's the second person today that has said that he feels some items should just drop very, very rarely. Poe thrives on min max and perfect rolls. It's not AAA, but there's a big group that like that. Yeah, there are people that think, nah, man, this stuff should take for frickin' ever to get. That's what Asmongold wants personally, but knows that's not good for the mass of players. Yeah, he's usually pretty good at balancing, like, what he wants as opposed to knowing that, like, this isn't generally going to be accepted by the lion's share of players. Players will reject that. It's like a rubber band. It's like you stretch somebody's patience for so long on not getting something, and it snaps. I played Diablo 3 during the auction house time. It was terrible, so no, I did not want to buy it. What about token systems that guarantee items after so many runs? That feels in line with your proposed system. Right, so what a token system does, or sometimes people will have, it's a mercy system. So the longer it takes for you to get the item, the drop rate slowly rises, right? The drop rate slowly rises. I'm trying to crack my back. So the longer you play, the mercy system kicks in. What that is, is that's like a levy. That's a levy. And typically what they'll do is, is they will study player behavior and they will say, the average player ran this X number of times before not getting it, and then they fall off and they quit. So what they do is, is they walk the mercy system back to save the lion's share of the player from falling off the cliff. They say, okay, have mercy hitting, 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 and then this is before the breaking point, and it drops. It's a psychological game, right? What you do is, is you say, okay, we've we've had thousands of people play the game, and across the spectrum, uh, non-drops resulted in player disengagement at this level. So what you do is is you take Mercy System and you back it up to like here so they don't even get close to that level. Like you don't want them to get close to that level. You want that Mercy System to proc bef- before they're even like they even see that like oh I might quit. I think I'm ready to go. Yep, I'm ready to go. Hang on, let me change my input device. There we go. <clears throat> 20 minutes to dump this channel. Really? Hmm. And dump you right now. Like your last girlfriend did. <laughs> if that's too personal, then I hope you cry. 
I'm kidding. I'm kind of not, though. Casual players and me. I'm brand new to Diablo. I played the beta for the first time last week, and I'm hooked. So generosity drop items is always a good thing. Well, here's the thing. Here's the reason that we're on this subject. Here's the reason we're on this subject. They actually have loot generosity turned up in the beta. So it ain't it ain't going to be quite like this when the game comes out. Now the hope would be the hope would be that it won't matter. You'll be moving forward at at, at such a pace and a trajectory that you're not going to feel that. Like I think they wanted it high because they knew people were going to kind of like run in a circle. That's a neat trick, digging the discussion. Thank you. The cow level is a lie. Don't talk about the cow level. You can always go to... He can always buy a bag of coffee with his roast. Let me see if we've had any coffee sales in a while. Oh, my gosh. Hmm... You could always be farming for specific gear, but during that time, you're also getting currency and other valuable gear items that you can sell. It gives value to more stuff than just your specific build gear. Yeah, so what, okay, I always refer to that as a uh, a multi-faceted grind. So, you can create hierarchy within the drops themselves, so they retain some value regardless of player subjectivity so let's say you're grinding for an axe and you want that axe to have lightning bolt I'm just saying something very basic just so we have something to kind of play with in the thought experiment you're like I want this axe and it must have lightning bolt that's all I care about okay so the axe is dropping at as I said a consistent cadence with depth of variety that's the ticket so it's dropping at that healthy cadence, but you're not getting lightning bolt. Well, let's say seven drops in, you're like, golly, this is annoying. But if every single one of those drops can be broken down for some type of a currency, right? If it, it, yeah, I'm 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 in doing this. I'm already in the queue. I guess. I guess. So, what you're doing is is you're creating a hierarchy of value that transcends player subjectivity. So, no matter what that person is looking for, I want the axe with lightning bolt. Well, the guy next to you is like, I want the axe with poison sting. You're both searching for something different. And yet, you can create transcendent value where regardless of if he gets poison sting or you get lightning bolt, it doesn't matter. The axe retains some value. That, I think, is a little bit more complicated and a little bit harder to pull off because then what you're having to do is having to create an undercurrent system where there is there is value beyond like the individual drops themselves. I think that's a little bit more complex, but I think that can actually cushion and and soften the blow of disappointment. I didn't get lightning bolt. I didn't get poison sting. No worries. You still got an an item that has some value. 
Now, somebody might say every item retains a certain amount of value because you can sell it for gold. What the problem with that is is when you end up with an abundance of 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 something like that, it the the that transcendent value becomes very thin and opaque. Why? Everything is worth gold. Do you see? Ashen with a gifted membership, taking us to 58 members on the day. The reason that the goal is rolling, guys, every 25, I have to give five. That's why it's at 75 right now. We hit 25, then we hit 50. The next the next milestone is 75. We should do member milestone instead of member goal. Maybe that might make it more clear. Uh, clear. Maybe we just put milestone, maybe? I don't know. Is the open made alive? It will be in a little bit here. It will be in a little bit here. I'm ready when you are. Okay. I don't have a scene for us. I mean, I do have a scene. Um, hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Group. Um. Um. That's not terrible. <clears throat> I'm setting this. I'm trying to like set a scene here for me and Mike. Give me one second. Okay. Early here in New Zealand. Great show. Yo, thank you so much, Franco the Tank. Guys, make sure you're hitting subscribe. Can you use a small viewport, or can you just make two circles? Uh, yeah, I could do two circles. Hang on, let me get him a call. I'm not going to be able to hear him. The only way for chat to hear him, they're not going to be able to see him. I just thought about this because you won't be able to hear the game. The only way we're going to be able to hear him and hear the game is if we do the call in my streaming rig, and if we do the call in my streaming rig, I won't be able to show him. I want to do Druid first, personally. Yeah, I just I just thought about that. I'm not going to have the ability to show Mike. You'll be able to hear him. I could just pull him into the live stream audio stage and just let him talk that'll be the simplest solution here that'll be the simplest solution a build recommendation I don't have a build recommendation because I haven't touched the druid yet I'll be touching the druid not touching the druid I'll be playing as the druid uh, you know shortly basically Diablo 4 Open beta gameplay. Let me do that. I gotta save these thumbs. I gotta save these thumbs. Okay. Give jazz. Resident Evil 4 remake. Gameplay. I made these thumbs this morning and they turned out great. 
Guys, thanks so much for hanging out today as well. We're going to be continuing the stream, obviously, once we're in the beta gameplay. I'm going to... I'll switch. Uh, I will switch to a new stream. So we will be doing, like, redirect and all of that just because we don't want this stream in particular to be uh, combined with the gameplay. Yo, Gorthysis... Uh, with nine months and it's a VIP says thanks for absolutely incredible coverage this last week I've loved your breakdowns and critical analysis please keep being awesome still pushing your videos to my friends love you Lono yo thank you very very much yeah before open beta gameplay let me copy the body of the text here Diablo IV and then we're going to go Diablo 4 News Gaming, New Gameplay. Okay. I got to get my tags here. I type everything up ahead of time so that when we go to schedule, I like have it all. It just takes me a few seconds to get everything set. And public noon done. Okay. PS5. Okay. <laughs> I got that scheduled. Let's edit this, edit this, let's redirect this, let's do that, bam. Okay. No shaming here, just dirty looks. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Just dirty looks, chat. Explain one more time. No quit getting it. LOL. Actually, agree with you on the drop rate. Oh, thank you. Smokes a lot. <laughs> uh, how do you start the game? For me, it says this game cannot be played yet. Oh, maybe because I had the closed beta. I don't know. Yeah, if you're trying to open up Diablo 4, that's not the same. There's a separate download that's literally called the Diablo 4 beta. Give me one second.
No way, I'm in? There's no way. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Okay. I, I have severe doubts that I'm in. I have four minutes left. Okay. I'm not going to put a hole. What's that? You wanted, to play as, you wanted to play as Druid, right? Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play both this weekend anyway, so. Perfect. I might have to turn you up a teeny bit. I'm not. Say something. Hello, everybody. How is everyone doing? Okay, I think you're coming through at a pretty good volume. I'll give you a teeny bump. I shouldn't have any interference or noise with my microphone now because uh, my, my mixer was going bad. So I oh, that's what it was. Okay. Okay. I am in. We'll have to figure out the social aspect. Yeah, I'm not sure how to... Because you're on PlayStation, I'm on Xbox. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Uh, we just use our Blizzard names. Okay. But where do you where do you go for the invite? Um, I believe you go to social... And then you just click on friends list. You might actually already be on my friends list once you're in, maybe. I would just have to add add a friend. Oh, I need your battle tag with the number. Do you know what it is? Um, oh, it'll pop up when it's time. You can tell me when it's time. Mine's on the screen when I pop up. Okay. Let me get everything ready, guys, so that we can... Um, Okay. Yeah, it seems like they're doing a pretty good job at getting people in because like I had that timer and I got in, and now you have a timer. Hopefully, you get in, guys. We're gonna be doing a redirect in just a second to get to the actual gameplay stream. Oh, and I probably have. I bet you I have an ability already. Yep, because with renown you start with the skill point. That's awesome. Uh, and let me put myself up here. People seem to like that last time. Okay. Okay. characters did you play last week? Uh, Sorcerer and Barbarian. I like the Sorcerer a whole lot more than Barbarian. Well, yeah, early on, the Sorcerer is like a super OP. Same with the uh, with the Rogue. Yeah, my wife was enjoying Rogue. I was on Barbarian, and I just felt... I, I don't know. And they're going to buff him, because apparently I'm not alone. 
right, guys, I'm going to put a link in chat. Please do me a favor. We, um, on this video right now, could I get a couple more likes? We need 400 likes. Like, uh, there's a lot of people here. We had over 700 people here at one point. So smash the like button on this video because we're getting ready to leave this video. We're going to redirect to my gameplay stream. I'll start looking at all these abilities while we wait for Mike to get in. Uh, and yeah, I'm in already. And so we're going to pick an ability and get started. So I'm going to put, um, so you got background music overlaying the game. No, I don't. No, you're just hearing the game. Um, oh, Mike is quiet. All right. I can boost him a little bit. Okay. I'm also not talking chat right now, so. Okay. Let's hit 400 likes, and then let's go to the new stream. There's 400 likes. Okay, do me a favor. When we get over to the new stream, you can use the link in chat or use redirect. We're going to need a whole new batch of likes because it's a new video. I don't like having gameplay baked into a talk show, okay? All right, where do I go to um, to see this uh, name? Are you in the game? Yeah, I'm in the game. Go over to social. Yep. And then click add a friend. Okay, so it's uh, X30 and still gaming. Uh, pound sign 1958. You want to just do mine? It's Lono Pound 1925. Oh, sure. You with a, a smaller name. <laughs> Was it Lono Pound? Yeah, Lono Pound 1925. And I don't know where that goes, though. I didn't I get know. any. I didn't get anything. Chat, we're phoning a friend. Where Where does it go? Your Yours is X thirty and still gaming. Yeah, it's my gamer tag X thirty and still gaming, and then um, nineteen fifty eight. Okay. Did you get anything? Negative. Maybe it's on. No, it's not through the Xbox. It could be. Can you check your Blizzard account? I can check my Blizzard account on my computer. I bet you if I accept it there, I'll see you. Yeah, if you can do that, because I would have to log in. I don't even know if I have my login for that. I never go on the computer. Okay, I'm logging into Battle.net now. I should have... I bet you have a friend request from you in here. Yep. Accept. Okay. Okay. And then I go... Like this. I see you. I click on you. I click... I request... I'm accepting. It says invite pending. There we go. Yo! That was simple as hell. Oh my gosh, you're in my game. Okay, hang on. I gotta do redirect, so just give me like a few seconds of nothing. Yep. 
Thank you so much for clicking on this. This is going to be Diablo 4 open beta gameplay. I am playing as the Druid. My man 30 and still gaming is playing as the Necro. So you're going to get to see brand new Diablo 4 Druid gameplay as well as Diablo 4 Necromancer gameplay. Make sure and check out 30NSG on YouTube if you want to check out his channel as well and give him some support. He joins me typically every Friday for a talk show. Really excited to do this with you guys. I'm going to be ending the previous stream. I did a big talk about the updates that they're doing. They responded to some of the criticism. The devs responded to some of the criticism about the dungeons and some other things. So make sure you check out that video if you haven't seen it yet. It's really good information, but I am going to end that video and bring everybody over.